Review of the European Dialects of Cheese by Monterey Jack and Wensleydale Monty, University of Gloucester. Published 2004 by Bouchette d'Anjou in Europe, 599 euros per pound. Published 2005 by Psymeticus Press in the United States, 999 dollars per pound. Reviewed by Ms. Carpon, Ph.D., F.E.T.A., a.k.a. La Vache Quirite, Port Salut. From Volume 150, Number 3 of Speculative Grammarian, July 2005. This comprehensive study of European cheese dialects contains chapters on historical reconstruction, olfactory linguistics, politics, dialectology, and geography. The authors carried out extensive field and cellar research investigating far-flung Swiss cottages, Welsh valleys, and French chateaux to collect the necessary data to compile this encyclopedic tome. The book begins with an investigation into the historic origins of the cheese phylum. The writers claim that cheese indirectly stems from a derivative of cow spoken somewhere in the Fertile Crescent, and they reconstruct the basic vocabulary of Proto-Kurdish. Then, under burning Middle Eastern skies, cheese spread with early migrants across the tablelands of Europe to settle at last in the valleys of France. The authors identify Fondot as the melting pot of cheese, where varieties as diverse as Limburg and Groyer fused, spawning new varieties like raclette and caserie. During the Dark Ages, when lactose-intolerant Vandals and Huns attempted to cream off all Europe's linguistic riches, monasteries were the key to maintenance of cheese. In the chapter on the geographical distribution of cheese, entitled From Airedale to Zamorano, we learn that most varieties are spoken by small populations living in relatively isolated pastoral communities scattered throughout France, Italy, Switzerland, and southern England. Under the influence of globalization and supermarket forces, languages such as cheddar are increasingly gaining in popularity, pushing smaller varieties such as Abusque and Romano to the edge of extinction. While some experts, such as Gordon Zola, are pressing for preservation programs for endangered cheese varieties, others object, fearing that such unnatural methodology will only lead to bland, processed cheese. Wales, which has long promoted minority language rights, has seen a recent revival of varieties such as Carefilly, Kumtawe, Pecorino, and Penbran. This leads us logically into the chapter on cheese language policy and government intervention. Interviews with speakers of cheese varieties recount harrowing stories of quotas, smoking bans, and European Union directives which threaten to standardize lexicon, pronunciation, and aroma. In the interests of impartiality, space is also given to the government's point of view. Charles de Gaulle once said, How can you be expected to govern a country that has 246 kinds of cheese? For those of you wanting to pick up a little cheese yourselves, the authors recommend you not try one of the harder varieties such as Parmesan. Of course, such apparent great advice is highly subjective. This reviewer crammed in a good chunk of Grana Padana over a bottle of wine in just one evening. But if you are unable to travel to a region where you can immerse yourself in cheese culture, you can always opt for an intense program of study at a language school. One of the better ones is Onlingua, whose motto is, quote, with us, cheese rolls off the tongue and into your stomach, end quote. Their teachers can help you master the subtle variations between plummy Stilton, crusty Hauda, and the nasal assault of Roquefort, extra mature. 
The theoretical aspects of cheese development are dissected in chapter six. Treatment is given to the effects of curdling, not to mention yodeling, in the Alps, analysis of obscure compounds, as well as those mysterious quark particles. Naturally, string theory is discussed at length with a case study on mozzarella. Perhaps the only disappointment for me was the rather sketchy section on Emmental, which, quite frankly, was full of holes. Well, that's just a slice of cheese for you. I could say so much more about the palatal niceties of Ossipek, compounding in Vacheren Fribourgois, vowel harmony in Rouleau de Bouleau, the syntax of Il Bochetto al Tartufo, and I haven't even scraped the surface of Commembert. But I hope this review has given you at least enough of a taste to want to sample the real thing.